Hello and welcome to My Favorite Husband from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's the new Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L-O, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O cap. Milk of puddings. Yes, sirree. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Cooper household, it's a bright, sunshiny morning. Outside, the birds are singing. And inside, Liz Cooper is singing, too. Here comes the bride, here comes the bride. Now, you may think this is an odd song to sing in the morning. But this isn't just any morning. It's the Coopers' 10th wedding anniversary. And just thinking of being married to George for 10 whole years makes Liz feel like singing. Da, 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 da. Oh, good morning, Katie. Morning, Mrs. Cooper. What are you so happy about? Don't you know what day this is, Katie? Yes, it's Friday. No, it's something much more special than that. Oh, of course. This is the day they collect the garbage. (laughs) Oh, Katie... Today is my wedding anniversary. George has been my favorite husband for ten years. Oh, Mrs. Cooper, it hasn't been ten years. Well, not exactly. It's really been nine years, eleven months, twenty-nine days, twenty-two hours, and forty-five minutes. I knew it about ten years. (laughs) Just think, Katie, ten years ago I was an eager young bride of twenty-one. And today I'm an old married woman of (laughs) twenty-five. Time flies. I wonder what George will give me. What is the 10th anniversary, Katie? The 50th is gold and the 25th is silver. Is the 10th diamond or china? It's tin. (laughs) Tin? T-I-N? That's right, like in C-A-N. Oh. (laughs) Well, George probably doesn't know anything about it being tin, so let's not tell him. What he doesn't know won't hurt me. Oh, you'll be lucky if Mr. Cooper remembers it's your anniversary. Why, Katie, of course he'll remember. I don't know. Husbands have strange memories. They can't remember the day they were married, but they can tell you Ty Cobb's batting average in 1922. <laughs> well, George is different. Hey, Liz, where are you? You watch. The first thing he'll say when I walk into the breakfast room is, Happy anniversary, darling. I'll be listening at the door. Good morning, my wonderful little husband. Oh, morning, dear. Uh, <laughs> uh what is it, dear? Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, Liz. Yes, dear? This coffee is cold. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll get some hot for you. George, are you just going to sit there reading the paper? Haven't you something to tell me? No, I... Oh, certainly. I thought so. Dick Tracy found the jewel. (laughs) Get your own coffee. What's the matter with you? Haven't you any idea what this day is? Sure. 
Oh, my gosh, this is the day I have to send in my car payment. George, what was Ty Cobb's batting average in 1922? 385. Oh! <laughs> he was right. She was? I didn't think she followed baseball. Oh, and I thought you loved me. Oh, well, I do, honey. <laughs> What's the matter with you? You're sure acting crazy today. Well, a girl has a right to act crazy on her anniversary. Anniversary? It is. I mean, of course it is. Oh, I knew it all the time, dear. I was just teasing. Oh, you were? Of course. Well? Well, how could I forget our 15th anniversary? <laughs> now what's the matter? It's our 10th. It is. Well, it seemed like... <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like so much wonderful fun could be crowded into ten measly years. Oh, oh really? Of course. <laughs> and if you don't believe I remembered our anniversary, look here in this little memo book of mine. There, what does that say? It says, buy anniversary present for Liz. See? Oh, George, you did remember. Ha, <laughs> ha. How could I forget the luckiest day of my life? Uh, <laughs> Say, uh, what are you supposed to give on the 10th anniversary anyway? Don't you know? No. Well, then I do. <laughs> uh, what is it, the lead, pewter? No, diamond wristwatches. <laughs> I never heard of that. Well, you, wanna, you wouldn't want to give me just plain old diamonds. They have to be in something. So it might as well be a wristwatch. Liz, I don't have the money to buy you a diamond wristwatch. Well, how about just diamonds? How about just the wristwatch? <laughs> well, okay. I'll see if I can find a tin one. Oh, you knew it all the time. Uh, honey, I I'm afraid we'll have to buy each other inexpensive little gifts. Uh, we we'll put a limit on it. All right, George. After all, it's a thought that counts. Shall we say $50? Shall we say $5? Well, let's compromise. I'll spend $5 for your present, and you spend $50 for mine. Sorry, Spendthrift. $5 is the limit. Hmm. Hey, it's getting late. I've got to get down to the bank. Isn't it funny, George? You work at the bank with all that money around, and yet you can only spend $5 Liz. for your... Goodbye, George. <laughs> Goodbye, Liz. Happy anniversary. Happy Annie. Katie? Here I am. Well, he remembered, didn't he? Hmm. He had it written down in his book. I can't argue with that. I guess he remembered all right. Now, let's see. I have to buy him a present under the $5 limit. Where can I get $5? I think something's burning in the kitchen. Katie, come here. How much do you need, Mrs. Cooper? Well, I have a little saved. If you'll owe me $4.50, I can make it. I've only got two and a half. I'll take it. But that only makes three dollars. Well, it works out, don't you see? He gives me a five dollar present, I get him a three dollar tie, and he owes me two dollars. Oh? George, boy, it was mighty good of you to come along and help me choose Iris's birthday present. Well, I'm glad you asked me, Mr. Atterbury. I have to buy Liz an anniversary present today. Oh? How long ago was your anniversary? Today. Today? How did you remember? I didn't. I forgot until Liz reminded me this morning. 
She thinks I remember, though. You must be a fast talker, boy. No, it's simple. I always carry a special memo book. On one page, it says, get Liz's birthday present. The next page says, get Liz's anniversary present. Uh-huh. Another one says, get Liz's valentine present. <laughs> That's pretty clever. <laughs> sure. No, no matter when she jumps on me, I can prove I made a note to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Iris just keeps mum. Every day that I've forgotten, she adds $10 to the cost of the present I have to buy her. Oh, brother. What are you getting her for her birthday? A mink coat. (laughs) Mink? Her birthday was last fall. Oh, but mink. It was either the mink skin or mine. Oh, uh, say, here's the fur department. Uh, Pardon me, miss, could you wait on us? Well, they asked me to stay here until the regular girl gets here. She's late. I never worked in furs before. Uh, If you'd like to wait for Uh, her... No, no, we're in a hurry. Well, I'll try. I don't know my way around in furs. We understand. I know everything there is to know in nightgowns. That's my department. (laughs) I believe you. I'd, uh, I'd like to see some mink coats. Mink? Yes, mink. Oh, Yes, sir. Let me see you. Oh, here's a lovely one here. A full length. Oh, yes, that's very, very nice. How much is it? Well, let's see. Oh, here's the tag. It's only $3,000. That's a lot of money. Well, I should say that's entirely too much. Uh, let me find you something else. No, no, let me see this one, please. Well, I should say not. $3,000. Why, I wouldn't let you spend that much. <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, uh, Let's get something cheaper. Uh, How about a nice Hudson seal? I don't want Hudson seal. Well, forget about the seal. For that money, you can get a new Hudson. (laughs) My wife would look pretty silly wearing a new Hudson. She doesn't have that step-down design. (laughs) Now, uh, would you mind putting that coat on so we can see how it looks? Would I mind? How do I look? You look very nice. Uh, what do you think, George? Oh, it's a beautiful coat. Oh, I've never worn mink before. <laughs> miss, miss, would you stop twirling around, please? <laughs> oh, it feels so natural to be wearing mink. La, 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 la. Uh, miss. La, miss. La, la. Miss. Miss. Oh, I'd love to run barefoot through this. <laughs> natural on me? If it looked any more natural, you'd be a mink. <laughs> oh, I love to run my hands over and hold it close to me. <laughs> uh, look, mink. I'm... I mean, miss. <laughs> if you can tear yourself away from that coat, wrap it up. Uh, yes, sir. And send it to Mrs. Rudolph Atterbury, 630 South Lucerne. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, before you wrap that up, miss, I'd like to buy a present for my wife, too. Oh, very well. Uh, What did you have in mind? What do you have for about $5? Uh, How about one of the buttons from this coat? No, I'm serious. Uh, Do you have anything, oh, like a nightgown, maybe? Well, I I have a nice nightgown for about $15. Oh, that's nice 12. Oh, I'll bet I know what kind you want. Black, sheer, and lacy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wrap it as a gift and send it to Mrs. George Cooper, 321 Bundy. Yes, sir. I'll send both of them this afternoon. Well, come along, boy. We don't work banker's hours, you know. 
Oh, that's right, we do. <laughs> oh, Katie, I can't wait. What do you think George will get me for my anniversary? I don't know, Mrs. Cooper. What can he get for five dollars? Yeah, that's right. All I could find for him was a belt. Well, that's practical. Well, if he doesn't spend more than five dollars on me, I'll really give him a belt. And I won't say Hickok on it either. <laughs> Look, Mrs. Cooper, in front of the house, a delivery truck. Oh, it's my present. I know it is. See, the driver's getting it from the back of the truck. Oh, that's an interesting-looking package he's bringing in. It looks like it could be a, a dress or a robe. I'll get it. Package for Mrs. George Cooper. Oh, thank you. What is it? I don't know. It's wrapped so beautifully, I can't bear to open it. Oh, go ahead. Well, I should wait till George comes home. Yes, I'll wait. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just take a teensy peek in one corner. Good. Some peek. <gasps> Katie, look! <gasps> Mr. Cooper didn't buy that for $5. Oh, it's the most beautiful one I've ever seen. Oh, Katie, I have the most wonderful, loving, sweetest, the most adorable husband in the whole world. And this is just what I wanted for an anniversary present. My first mink coat. <laughs> Liz Cooper has just had the biggest surprise of her life when she received a mink coat for her anniversary. George Cooper is going to receive the biggest surprise of his life when he finds out he gave it to her. Well, actually, he bought her a nightgown, but the store delivered the mink coat by mistake. Right now, Mr. Atterbury is letting George off in front of his house. Good night, Mr. Atterbury. I hope Iris likes the mink coat. She will. I hope Liz is satisfied with that nightgown. Oh, she'll love it. I'll bet she's opened it already. Night. Good night. Hey, honey, I'm home. George, darling. <laughs> hey, what is this? Oh, you wonderful husband. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but but what's it all about, honey? Oh, my present came this afternoon. Well, honey, I'm glad you like it. Like it? I almost lost my mind over it. But George, all that money. Oh well, so I went a little over the limit. A little over. <laughs> oh, George. Uh, you liked it, huh? I put it on right away. No. Yes, I was so eager to show it off. I wore it down to the market. <laughs> To the market? You, you mean you wore that oh, to the... Oh, I know it isn't the thing to wear shopping, but I just couldn't resist. <laughs> didn't, didn't people stare at you? They couldn't keep their eyes off me. <laughs> oh, George, you should have seen everybody. <laughs> that cute little cashier wouldn't let me alone till I took it off and let her try it on. What? Anything, dear. Now, don't worry. I kept my eye on it all the time. Oh, that's great. I, I hope you didn't catch cold. Cold? In this weather? As a matter of fact, on the way home, I was so warm, I took it off and carried it over my arm. I'd be losing my mind. Didn't a policeman stop you? No. 
Well, didn't anybody notice the crowd that was following you? Why should a crowd follow me just because I was carrying my new mink coat? Liz, when you walked out... Your new mink coat? Well, of course. And George is just perfect. The skins are beautifully matched. And the style is just what I would have picked out for myself. Oh. George. George, you look pale. You'd better sit down. Oh. Well, you could have waited till I got you a chair. What's the matter, George? Liz, there's something I've got to explain. Now, don't worry, darling. I'm not going to scold you for going over the price limit. It's all right. I saved $2 on your present. Oh, but Liz... Oh, George, how did you know that all my life I've wanted a mink coat? I've dreamed about them at night, but I never thought I'd own one. But Liz... Are you trying to say something, you dear, sweet, wonderful, generous, thoughtful, marvelous husband, you? Yes, I... Happy anniversary, dear. Happy anniversary to you, too, darling. I'll get it. No, let me get it, dear. I have a feeling it's for me. All right, I'll put the coat on and model it. Hello? Hello, George boy. Have you given Liz her present yet? Yes, Mr. Atterbury. Then you know the store got the packages mixed up, eh, boy? Yes, sir. Was Iris mad when she got the nightgown? Boy. (laughs) Not only is she furious that she didn't get the mink coat, but she's not the black lace nightgown type. She's a long flannel girl. Well, wait till I tell you what happened here. Look, I'm calling from the drugstore. Iris locked me out of the house. Now, how soon can you get that coat down here? Well, I've been trying to tell you, Mr. Atterbury. Liz thinks the coat is her anniversary present. What? Oh, you should see the look on her face. I don't have the heart to tell her. I'd like to see the look on her face when you tell her you're fired if you don't get that coat down here. I'll tell her, but can't I have a little time to sort of break it to her gently? Certainly, George. Take all the time you want. As long as you have it down here in ten minutes. Goodbye. (laughs) Where are you, dear? Oh, well, how do you like your wife in a mink coat? Pretty, huh? Oh, no. They didn't send that one, did they? Why? What do you mean? Oh, that isn't the one I bought. I, oh, I, I, I wouldn't have you seen in that cheap old thing. Oh, come on, take it off. I'll send it back. Well, George, you're the luckiest man in the world because I like this one. Think of all the money you'll save. Yeah. Let's go someplace. I want to show the coat off. I know. Let's go call on the Atterbury. Oh, no. Why not? Well, it, it, it isn't insured. It isn't safe to wear it out. Oh, well, then I'll call up and, and invite them over here. Uh, no, no. Uh, let's just spend a quiet evening at home, dear. Oh, I don't want to stay home. I'll get it. I wonder how my new hat would look with this coat. Yes, Mr. Atterbury? Where are you, boy? <laughs> you haven't given me any time. But besides, she won't take the darn thing off. Well, make her take it off. Turn the heat up. Hit her over the head. Chloroform her. I don't care what... That, that turning the heat up might do it. I- I'll put it up to 110 degrees. You-, you just wait there. You'll have your coat. Wait here, nothing. I'm coming to your house. Now, please. I'll stand under the dining room window. If you don't hand that coat out to me in 15 minutes, I'll come in and tell Liz the truth. I'll have it, Mr. Atterbury. I- I'll turn the heat up right now. Liz, Liz. 
Liz, where are you? Here I am, darling. What are you doing? And why is every light on in the house? Oh, I was just going around seeing if my new coat went with each room. It clashes with the dining room, George. Well, let me change it for you. All right. Gray wallpaper would be nice. Uh, aren't, aren't you a little warm, Liz? No, no, I'm just comfortable. Well, I guess it takes a while. What does? Uh, nothing. Uh, why don't you go to bed, Liz? Oh, I couldn't go to bed. The coat would get all crushed. Well, you don't have to wear it to bed, you know. I wonder if I could hang myself on a hanger and sleep in my coat all night. <laughs> Liz, are you sure you aren't warm? I'm stifling. Phew. I guess it is a little warm, George. Look at the windows. They're all steamed up. Yeah. I, I don't know how you can stand it. Oh, I'm so happy with my little mink. I can't feel anything. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Astorville? <gasps> Reggie, darling, how are you? <laughs> oh, what was that? Sounds like someone throwing pebbles at the window. No, oh, you're hearing things. No, George, there's someone outside. Oh, they want to steal my coat, and it's not insured. Now, don't worry. I'll see who it is. Wait a minute. Are you insured? Yes. Well, go ahead, then. What? <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody's going to steal anything while I'm in this house. Mr. Atterbury, where are you? Over here in the bushes. Don't you recognize me? I'm wearing a hibiscus over one ear. <laughs> now, give me the coat. I don't have it yet. Oh, you idiot. Shh. Oh, you idiot. <laughs> I'm going in and tell her. No. She thinks there's a prowler out here. Now, I'll get her to give me the coat for safekeeping. I'll toss it out to you, and I'll stay right there. Hurry up. I've been here so long now, some ivy's growing up my left leg. <laughs> I'll hurry. Did you see anyone, George? Not a soul there. Well, I'm sure there was somebody there. Liz, if there is someone there, they're after the coat. Oh. Now, now, you'd better let me take it and lock it in the closet until morning. Well, all right, dear. Here you are. Good night, little mink. Ah, oh, thank you. Hey, what's that? Boy, that was fast action. Huh? Well, what are you talking about? The police. While you were outside, I called and told them there was a prowler in our garden, and they've got him. Oh, no, no! <laughs> Don't get excited, George. We're safe now. They're taking him off to jail. Oh, um... Oh, hello, Mrs. Cooper. Is George home yet, Katie? Uh, no, he called a few times, though. Well, I'm glad he isn't here. Katie, I felt awful about George buying me that beautiful coat when I had practically nothing for him. So, well, I made a compromise, and I bought him a wonderful present. Liz! Oh, George, I've been waiting for you. Liz, I have no time to waste. I have to tell you something. Not until I give you your anniversary present, dear. It's a day late, but I think you'll like it. Here. Why, Liz, that's the most beautiful watch I've ever seen. It's platinum, George. And it tells everything. The hour, the minute, the second, the day, the year, and the phases of the moon. Oh, Liz, honey. Oh, gee, it makes me feel like a heel to tell you this now, but, well, that mink coat doesn't belong to you. What? Well, Mr. Atterbury bought it for Iris and... I bought you a black lace nightgown, and the clerk got the packages mixed up. There, I said it. Oh! Oh! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Where's the coat? Oh! Well, what's the matter? I haven't got it! 
You haven't got it. Well, where is it? I exchanged it for a mink jacket and bought your watch with a difference. You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie the Maid was played by Ruth Parrott. Lucille Ball will soon be seen in the Paramount picture, Sorrowful Jones. Be sure to listen to Lucille Ball and My Favorite Husband next week. Bob Lamont speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thank you.